Hey, everybody, welcome to another edition of Thrive with Confidence Industry Insights. Once again, today I'm joined by Kendall and Teresa. Ladies, how are we today? Hey there, Scott, doing great. Hello, hello. Welcome. I'm excited. I'm excited to talk to you both today because I, I, I think that we've, we've got a really cool, I don't think, I know we have a really cool topic this morning. Um, also not morning. Why did I say that? It's freaking 3.30 in the afternoon. Well, you don't, I mean, it could be morning for your, you know, someone's on their way to the office. True. It could be the middle of the night. True debt. So, you know, I, I think that there is a, a common argument out there as to what, what part of your practice is, is, the, is the most important, right? And I think every different uh, area will say that theirs is. You know, we, we, I think optical uh, tends to try to wear the crown uh, often, right? Because we're, we're the one making all the sales. We're, you know, we're doing this. Uh, you know, techs, we got to have techs work, working patients up and, um, you know, they're, they're extremely important. I think there's the, the one one area that uh, that gets that gets left out or or, or commonly uh, underrated is is the front desk and and this is this is a nerve center of of what of what we do but because there is so much going on at the front desk is there is there a way that we can we can streamline things at that front desk area to make things a little bit easier. I would say a hundred percent. I mean, you are so right, Scott. Front desk is so vitally important because they're handling the schedule that the the patients wouldn't be coming in uh, to for techs and opticians to assist without having patients on the schedule. They're juggling phone calls. They've got people coming at them left and right. Uh, but also, I mean, who's to say that the front desk has to be doing it all? Um, do they, they have to be greeting? They have to be answering the phones. We can split that up. Um, something that we've been talking about with offices is why keep the chaos at the front desk when you can control that and take your phone center, take the, the point of where lots of communications happening and move it to an area of the office that's not right where you open, right? It's not right where people are walking in and being greeted. So you're saying take those phones out, right? Get the phones out of the way. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. When a phone answers and, and it's ringing off the hook all day, how relaxing is that to, to be around? I mean, when you've got a busy office where the phone's sometimes ringing every five minutes or more, um, I mean, how relaxing is that, Teresa? Oh, that's not relaxing at all. <laughs> you don't like the soothing sounds of a telephone? Oh, I, I do not. No, especially, especially if I'm trying to greet patients in a timely manner as they're coming through the door. Yeah. You know, I also try to look at it from the perspective of, of the patient and myself as a consumer. You know, if I'm going into a, um, a, a practice or e even shopping and, you know, I have a question, walk up to the front desk and the the employee is constantly on the phone i feel like they have no time for me right i'm the patient that's there i'm the patient that's in front of them and um you know how 
what do I need to do to, to have a little bit more of your attention and time? So I think that we really need to consider the the volume of a practice and and truthfully, like you said, Kendall, how much time are they spending on the phone? We just did a uh, a training, right, a front desk training the other day, and and that was a big question that came up: is what what do, what do I do? How what's what's the proper way that I handle that that phone when when I've got somebody that's standing right in front of me, and who who do I choose? Right, it, it, you don't know which which patient is is the the more more important at at that given point. And I think what a, what a great way to to answer the question. And that's let's alleviate that altogether and get that distraction out of the way to where we can have our focus be either solely given to the person that we're talking to on the phone or solely to the person that, that that's right in front of us physically, either checking in or checking out. My mind was going right there with you, Scott. I was part, I was able to be a part of that meeting with you. And how do we alleviate that? So looking at implementing a phone room, but an area just of that is what it is. It's a space in the office specifically for someone to be answering the phones. And, and you know, that's where we're happy to workshop with you of looking for what is that space. If you've got a room that you, you know, you don't really use now, I'm not saying stuff them in a supply closet, but we can look for a space to be able to find that is away from the front desk, away from the optical where you're not going to be hearing that phone ring, but what duties does that encompass for uh, someone in a phone room? That's going to be anything from, you know, confirmations need to be made, recalls, but also what about those follow-up calls, those calls that, you know, the doctor says, hey, here's some new drops or here's a new contact lens. I want to, uh, you know, let me know how those work out for you for a couple weeks. Does the patient typically let us know? No, not unless something's wrong, then we hear. But it being able to have some opportunity to make your office the the Ritz-Carlton, make your office the that 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 one that patients go, wow, they check in, they make sure I'm doing right. They called me three weeks after my appointment. And I do think, I do think that most, um, not all, but most labor boards do frown upon putting employees in, in closets. So I'm glad that you <laughs> pointed that out, um, that we don't want to jam them in closets. So good, good call. Good call on that. There's, there, there's, a, there are, there's a lot of logistics that, that, you know, that, that come up with this and, and there's going to be a lot of moving parts. And, and, you know, Teresa, I, I love what you said. This isn't, this isn't right for every single practice, right? You, you have to look at, at, at your volume. You have to look at, you know, how many employees you have. You have to look at the volume of calls that, that are coming in and the volume of calls coming in. That's a whole nother conversation that we can talk about as, as to, do we have the right calls coming into our, to our practice? But, when we when we look into the logistics of of this, what are some what are some some main t- uh, top topics that we need to be thinking about? I think one of the things that we want to make sure that we have in order is the manpower to do it. Right? I mean, what are some of the things that the front desk employees are responsible for as the face of the office? Really, I mean, it's the front desk that you see when when you enter, and if we're moving that staff into you know the closet in the back, who's going to be manning the, the, the front desk. 
So yeah, I think that manpower really does have to, to, to be taken into consideration. Are we hiring additional staff? Are we assigning now phone duties to somebody that uh, maybe had a back office role? So I think really talking through that and working out what, what we expect, um, assigning metrics to it, uh, how many more patients can we attend to on the phone, how long are conversations being had on the phone is something important to evaluate. I agree with that. And I, and I love where you brought it up, Teresa, of who's going to now be the face of the office. And that's where looking to, do we employ someone specifically to be a greeter, to be someone that can provide just extra manpower? Are they able to do some other tasks that help around that the, typically the front desk would help handle? But that also makes me think of, I mean, it's kind of coming down to the Apple store analogy. I mean, I love going to the Apple store. You're, you're immediately greeted right away. Um, you know, typically you're going in there. Sometimes you might go in there and say, oh, I'm just looking around. But most times people are going in there, they have a need. Just like when they're coming into a practice, they're, most of your patients aren't coming in to just look around. Yes, you'll have that few that say, oh, I had an exam a while back. I'm just going to optical. Perfect. You can direct them that way. But just being able to have that friendly face that someone that says, hey, how can I assist you? Um, and yeah, when looking at the implementation of that, is that now do they just have maybe an iPad they're walking around with that you've got all your paperwork there for you if you need to fill it out in like any forms or something? But 100% I agree there. I think we also look at one of the questions that I that I get when when this topic gets brought up is well, this 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 person is not going to we don't have enough work for this person to to just answer the phone to have a person that just does that so what 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 are some other job duties that the that the, that the phone room uh, attendee could 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 handle. I think that if there's somebody working as a as a back office employee that works on reconciliation of um, daily finances, somebody who maybe has um, you know partial responsibilities for 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 billing and coding, uh, depending on their bandwidth and the, the the scope of their responsibilities, could could potentially handle something like this as well. I would even say checking on orders, connecting with the with the optical of. Are there orders that need to be reached out to because it's day seven and we haven't heard anything back? We need someone to check in, see where these are, calling patients to say your orders are ready or your um, your contacts are ready, helping with contact ordering as well. I think there's a lot of different options. And I really think it depends on the skill set of the person. Like you mentioned, Teresa, it's got to see what what's the bandwidth that they can take on. I think the, the, the important the important thing is to recognize there's there's all kinds of things that that, mm-hmm. that we have that, that are going on in, in in the practice that this person could do where right? they have they have that time whether it's checking in checking in glasses or, or, or contacts or uh, you know helping with with insurance verifications or there's all kinds of different things and 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 I think the important thing to know is. That's not going to be this person's primary job, right? Their their primary job is, is going to be handling the phones. But what are some of those interim jobs that they can handle while the phone's not ringing? So um, it's it's it can be a, a, a huge advantage to the office to have this person that, that is, is not only taking the, the, the phones away, right. From, or those calls away from the front desk focus, but also to be able to free up some of our other staff members uh, and some of those other tasks that, that, that they are, are, I hate to say burdened with, but that they have on their plates. 
Well, and I think it just promotes cross-training, how we always talk about of being able to assist in other areas um, and making sure that collectively everyone works together as a team. I think another metric to be able to gauge whether or not this could be something up for consideration is, you know, what does other patient communication look like in the office? Do we have something like Weave or Solution Reach or, you know, two-way text system? Uh, do we have a... a uh, chat message via the, the website that patients have access to? How long are patients waiting for a response? So in addition to, you know, just the phones, it's this multi-communication aspect of a, a call center for the practice that, that we're really looking to implement. I, lo- I, lo- I love that you brought that up because that is something that is <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a huge proponent, and anybody that's talked to me knows that, that I, I love just a good old fashioned phone call. And and and, and there are, and I and I'm not saying anything against uh, automated uh, communication systems. I think that they're great, and I think they've freed up a, a lot of time uh, for for our practices. But I don't think that there's anything wrong. <laughs> I, I prefer, in most cases, pick up the phone and call that patient. And 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 it, but oftentimes we think well, we don't have time. My front desk doesn't have time to to do that. If we're not calling up on on recalls or we don't or we're not seeing a, a, an effective recall system I don't have anybody to do that now you do you've got somebody to, to handle that but but you're right it, you, we, we need to know what does what does our, our current patient communication look like what is the um, what is the cadence of that and and how can this integrate into what we're doing to make our patient communication more effective Anything other, anything else logistically that we might want to to have on top of our heads as as we look to to know number one is this right for me? But if it is right, what what should I have on my to do list? I mean, we want to make sure that we're also prepared with just the technology and the software that we need available to make such a change. You know, if we have phones sitting up at the front desk and the office was wired that way during the setup, what is it going to take to take that phone system and move it in the back? You know, do we have the software that we need? Um, you know, can we add additional computers in, in the back room to link it to our, um, you know, practice management software that we're currently using? So a phone room, I think that this, uh, this, this is a great topic to look at for, for you and, and your practice. Is it right for you? Is it something that will, will make your, your practice more efficient, more productive, and, and really help your, uh, your patient communication be more than, than it's ever been? So take a look at that. And if you have questions about um, if this is right for you and, and how do I set this up, talk to us. Reach out to your advisor. If you don't have an advisor, reach out to us and we'll find you one. Um, but I think that this is a great opportunity for us to uh, to really help out our, our, our team and to, to make our, our practices more streamlined. So thank you again for, for listening to an, another edition of Thrive with Confidence Industry Insights. And thank you, you both for, for taking the time today. And we look forward to talking to everybody next week. Bye-bye. Yeah, have a great one. Good one.